When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2255, Regular Revolutions, part one, by Colin Wright of exilelifestyle.com. And I'm your narrator, Justin Mollick, reading you blogs every single day of the year. This is one of a few shows where we narrate articles for you. Search for Optimal Living Daily in the podcast app of your choice and follow or subscribe for free to listen to lots of great content being narrated for you. Now, today's article is a little longer than normal, so I'll read the first half today and then finish up the rest tomorrow. So with that, let's get right to part one as we optimize your life. Regular Revolutions, part one, by Colin Wright of exilelifestyle.com. Milestones are valuable tools. They're endpoints that aren't real in the sense that a rock is real, There's no physical law stating that the approximate end of a journey around the sun, starting from an arbitrary point we happen to use as our commencement and completion of a calendar cycle, must be celebrated in any particular way, but that doesn't mean they can't be useful psychologically. Just as birthdays don't require anything of you, but can still be good moments to check in and make changes, a new year, a moment in time during which you're able to step away from your norms and assess how things are going, is an opportunity to spark revolutions in your life. Perhaps not explosive, groundbreaking, tell all your friends about it changes, but rather regular revolutions that may end up being incredibly valuable or which may simply be a nice change of pace or a stepping stone to something even more beneficial. That in mind, here are some ideas that have helped me make iteration a daily habit rather than a yearly exercise. None are hard, fast rules or concrete techniques, but all are worth considering and adjusting to align with your personal tastes and goals. When it comes to your routines and rituals, make sure you have some idea of when you'll stop, take stock, and figure out what's working and what's not. Without this type of end date, it's possible to lock in intentional habits that aren't beneficial or perpetuate those that emerged unintentionally. When you initiate a new habit, set a date maybe a few weeks, maybe a few months in the future at which point you'll check in and adjust that habit or replace it with a new one. For existing habits that you may or may not have intended to establish, set a date sometime soon to do the same. Take what you've learned from those habits and allow that to inform both their new iterations and how long you'll try them out before again stopping to take stock. It's important to build novelty into your life, even if you prefer the secure feeling of predictability most of the time. When everything is routinized, your brain is more likely to go into autopilot mode and you're less likely to soak up the details of your lifestyle, the visuals, tastes, sounds, textures, and tiny fleeting thoughts that you would be more likely to store and remember if you were actively engaged. It's possible to stay engaged more of the time by developing your in-the-moment mental muscles, but until you become a mindfulness master, a good way to trick your brain into allowing you to become more fully immersed is to sprinkle new and interesting things throughout your day. When you're exposed to something novel, your brain turns on and searches for threats and opportunities, causing you to experience time in a different way, to take note of every moment. 
It isn't necessary to be completely mentally awake and alert all the time, but if you find yourself in that kind of waking fog, looking back on your week and unable to remember anything of note, the brain's tendency to save energy by identifying patterns and autopiloting is worth knowing about and counteracting. I find that building novelty into the framework of my routine helps. Setting aside a few hours a week to visit a part of town I've never visited or deciding that twice a week I'll eat lunch at a restaurant or food truck I've never eaten at before. You can decide to listen exclusively to unfamiliar music genres and artists on Tuesdays, or decide that one week out of every month, you'll take a different route to work each morning. There are an unlimited number of ways to break free of that repetition-fueled mental loop. You just have to recognize what's happening and construct your lifestyle with some type of predictable unpredictability in mind. A somewhat unusual habit I've found to be valuable in achieving this end is moving my furniture around when I deep clean my home. I tend to do a deep clean about once a month, and when I do, as I work through my apartment and get everything back to factory settings, I also allow myself to experiment with the location and position of my furniture. A few months ago, I realized I could set up kind of a tea service on my standing desk bistro table, freeing up some of the limited counter space in my kitchen while also making my tea preparation equipment more handy and visible, encouraging me to make greater use of it. I've also found as a result of this habit that by using my small filing cabinet as a side table in my living room, rather than as a bedside table in my bedroom, I could create a handy place to set my phone while I'm working, which positions it just out of view, making it less likely I'll grab it to distract myself, while also ensuring all the tools contained within the filing cabinet are closer at hand when I need them. Milestones of any kind are an excellent opportunity to reassess your goals and priorities. What do you want out of life? What are your true priorities? Are you treating them as such, placing them before other goals in terms of how you spend your time and resources? Are those truly your priorities if you aren't prioritizing them? Might you rearrange things to achieve them sooner or better? And if they are no longer your actual priorities, but rather the priorities held by a prior version of yourself, what do you want today? And how might you change your lifestyle to achieve those new goals that have been rattling around in the back of your mind, but which have not yet been prioritized? Taking some time to really consider this, to allow yourself to wonder if you're running the wrong race, if you're heading in the wrong direction, is important. It's not comfortable, and it's not uncommon to be mentally repelled by the concept, as it might require more work, more uncertainty, and a lot of change if it does turn out that some major pivot is required. But it's valuable and worth the time invested. Give yourself that time to rethink revolutionary thoughts and give yourself permission to act on what you learn from those thoughts. Finally, there are numerous little tactical adjustments that can be made at regular intervals that I've personally found to be both immensely helpful and psychologically bolstering. I feel more prepared and secure and ready for anything as a result of performing them. Hear those tactics in tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled Regular Revolutions by Colin Wright of exilelifestyle.com. All right, I'll leave it there for today. Have a great start of your weekend if you're listening in real time. And I'll catch you on tomorrow's episode where we'll finish up this post. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.